Hey legends, welcome to the Virtus Performance Podcast. Now, today's episode is a little bit different. Uh, I don't have a guest on, unfortunately. Uh, I am, I've just gotten back from a bit of a walk uh, with Lucy. Um, and during that walk, I was kind of having to think about where we should take the podcast, what the plan is. Uh, we've been fortunate enough to have hit the 100th episode, um, which I'm super proud of. It's a big win for me uh, and for us and for, for all of our guests that we've ha- had on and, and hopefully for all of you guys that listen and pay attention to it. And I guess during the walk and, and over a few chats over the last couple of weeks, we've been thinking about where we're going to take it. And I guess this probably ties in nicely to the fact that it's a new year. Uh, it's a great opportunity for us to sit down and plan out what we all want to achieve, uh, whether it be work, work life, health life, um, social, whatever. Uh, and yeah, we had a we had a great goal setting seminar at Virtus last week, and and I thought I'd take the opportunity today to have a ten to fifteen minute riff about. Um, where I'm at, where we're at, uh, hopefully this resonates with you guys a little bit. And for those of you who subscribe to the weekly wrap, the uh, the weekly email that gets sent out from, from the Virtus Inbox, um, most of you would have, hopefully, I would like to think so, have, have read what I put in last week. But basically, I put together uh, on my 28th birthday, birthday a list of the 28 things that I know to be true now this list has become a a bit of a tradition for me to do on my birthday Um, I first started back in 2017 so this is year three and basically I write a list of the well back then it was 26 then last year it was 27 and this year it's 28 of the things that I think I know Um, I like the uh, I guess the symbolism Symbolism, symbology, symbolism. That's from uh, Boondock Saints, great movie. Um, the symbolism of the list and you know, coming back to that point each year to kind of see where my head's at. I still uh, haven't read back through the list of 27, list of 26. Um, I might do that after this podcast, but my list of 28, um, I thought that as a bit of a bit of a detour, something a little bit different than our, our regular conversations on the podcast that I kind of chat through it and then, you know, potentially we can we can convince the great man Simon Cooper, whose birthday it is today, uh, to jump on and maybe do something similar with his um, his email that he sends out to, to you lucky recipients that are on his email list. Um, yeah, I guess a, a birthday is a good time to stop and reflect and and kind of you know, with all the, the love that's thrown our way, it's a great opportunity to appreciate all that we have. Um, you know, the last 12 months has definitely been the biggest in my life and, and those those big moments will come out um, through this list. But yeah, it's I always find it interesting, and I wrote this at the start of the email, that we get older and birthdays tend to become less important. Uh, we stop celebrating them and... And I think that 
we should look at it maybe a, a slightly different way. Um, we obviously don't need the, the presents and the cakes and the party, party bags and things like that than we used to have when we were kids. But a birthday is not extraordinary opportunity to, uh, yeah, like I said, reflect and, and look forward and appreciate all we have. So, yeah, first one on my list was becoming a parent is all it's cracked up to be. KP is a wonderful mum and that's that was the first thing that came to my mind in terms of the big the big things that happened in the last 12 months and you know, I've, I, I want to make sure that I avoid being that new parent that tries to tell everyone what it's like but I kind of, the best, and this is a very inadequate analogy but the best analogy I've been able to come up with so far, it's like if you've just watched your favourite movie of all time and you want everybody to see that movie, but you understand that through time constraints and, and you know different situations that not everyone's going to be able to see that movie. And you want to you want everyone else to feel that same way that you feel when you watch your favorite movie or read your favorite book or watch your favorite TV show. Um, and I feel as though being a parent's really similar to that. It's it's something that now I want all my all my close friends that haven't had kids yet to experience it, um, partly so that we can go through that journey together but on the other hand so that they can experience what KP and I have been lucky enough to experience over the last well, I guess it's 11 months 10 11 months since we found out KP was pregnant and then six weeks of of glorious Lucy time which has been incredible um, and you know I just want to say that the one of the reasons why it's been so incredible is because the immense amount of support we've got around us um they say it takes a, a village to raise a kid and it's you know i'm so appreciative of the village that we've created around us that virtus has contributed to and and common folk and our, our different friendship circles it's been it's been incredible and um and i just want to say that kp has been exceptional um i knew she'd knock it out of the park but she's certainly I'm sure she'll say that she surprised herself, but um, yeah, she's taken it to another level to what I thought she was capable of, which is, it's a pretty cool thing to be able to see your your partner and someone I've been with for the bulk of my adult life, or for all of it, uh, been with KP for almost 11 years. It's it's incredible to see someone you love so deeply go through something with you and, and yeah, and do so well. So good from KP. Um, I just realized that if I go through 27 more of these that long each, this is going to be a longer than a 10, 15 minute chat. But anyway, number two, sincerity, kindness, integrity, love, and gumption are the big five tra- personality traits I admire in others. I think it's a in a time where we kind of focus on what's different and what we don't like about each other, um, and that goes for the people in our circles and outside our circles, that it's a nice little reminder that these things... It's a nice reminder to tell yourself what you appreciate in others. Um, so then one, you can try and act that way yourself and you can you can be those things yourself. But at the same time, you can kind of surround yourself with the people that you want to be around. And in sincerity, kindness, integrity, love and gumption are, are the things that I guess I certainly want to surround myself with and want to surround Lucy with as she grows up. Next one, number three, you know, this is... Uh, plucked from a book called Atomic Habits by James Clear and it's a it's a book that if you like highlighting your books you'll 
go through a couple of highlighters as you go through it. It's it's an incredible book to help you become the person you want to become. And this line is from about a third of the way through the book. And it's and I've paraphrased a little bit, but you can become the person you want to be, but you'll have to prove it to yourself daily by doing the little things that that person would do. So, you know, if if you want to be a person that's fit or if you want to be a person that's good with money, then you prove it to yourself by doing those sessions and by by budgeting and, and by saving. And then, you know, that habit over a, over a period of time, and usually that period of time is much shorter than we think, that person becomes you as as you exemplify that person and i think it's so incredible that i I find it a big responsibility but we're incredibly uh grateful that we at vertus are in a position where we get to talk to people about their their biggest wildest hopes dreams desires and and all that kind of stuff and and the biggest thing that i've noticed over the last four years at vertus and 10 years in the industry is that the people that get where they want to get to they become that person well before they actually achieve their goals. Um, and it's, yeah, it's incredibly important. The next one was work and rest are synergistically linked. And this is something that I wish I'd told myself four years ago when we started Virtus that the more you work, the more you're gonna have to rest. And it's something I'm, I'm still balancing on both sides of the coin. Um, but if we can understand that to work hard, we need to rest hard and to, if we rest, we need to make sure that we back it up with some work. Um, having a little bit of time off with Lucy, I, I definitely got stuck into the uh, the rest is best mantra and, and wasn't necessarily doing the work I needed to do. So, you know, you'll get caught on both sides of that depending on what's going on in your world. But um, if we can understand that there's going to be a balance, then we can lean either way depending on what we need. And the next one is uh, from... Carl Paoli, number five. Um, I was listening to his uh, daily check-in that he's doing uh, at the start of 2020. I don't know how long he's doing it for, but one of the things he said that really resonated was before pressing go on your on whatever you're doing, uh, check that it will bring ROI and joy. So ROI and joy. So ROI is obviously return on investment. If you put time or money in something, you want to make sure that it's going to pay you back in some way. Uh, but the big thing, and it's definitely the way I try and live my life, is that you need to facilitate joy from that thing. If you love what you do, no matter whether it's work or training or, or you know, watching the stock markets or whatever it may be, if you love what you do, you, you what you do, even if it's hard work, you're going to keep going back to the well, and you're going to keep contributing to to who you are and what you're trying to to achieve. And I guess that comes with those last couple of points that I mentioned. Number six, uh, daily journaling is life improving, and this is something I couldn't emphasize anymore. Um, I struggled with, I had the desire to journal, but I didn't have enough desire to actually get stuck into a habit um, until until probably about 10 months of, of banging my head against the wall. And I don't know what it was that actually clicked, but the, the, uh, I guess, structure that I use with it now is I have a nice journal, they all look the same. I have a nice pen. I use the same pen for all my journals and I number each page. So every day I write one page worth of a thought, uh, a feeling. I kind of pull on threads and, and see where they go. And and I think I'm 500 and something days in. Um, I should really know that, seeing I write it down every day. But yeah, I'm 500 something days in and uh, it's, it's an incredible habit that has improved the way, one, that I think about 
the world and the way I can process ideas and difficulties and challenges and things. But just as you know, now I've got a body of work with I think about seven full 240-page journals um, that yeah are able to help me help me either reflect or, or look forward or plan for the things I want to achieve. Next one, number seven, solitude is independence. Use this superpower to navigate your way through the craziness of the attention-grabbing culture we live in. Obviously, everything we do at the minute is uh, is attention-grabbing, whether it be work or social media or you know friends and family wanting your time. If you have the capacity and ability to take a breath, take a break, and separate yourself from that craziness and give yourself some time to go inwards, then your life is going to be much more you can have a bigger capacity to to give when times are crazy i think number eight simplicity is an art form i'm not going to add to that because it's very self-explanatory number nine most of life's problems aren't technical we know what we need to do we just decide not to do it make the harder choice change your story do the thing now this is one that um it's it's easy to understand um but it's difficult to actually employ like we know that from a technical perspective, if we want to lose weight, that we that we need to be in a calorie deficit. That's kind of step one and the only step. If we're in a calorie deficit, we'll lose weight. But the act of actually counting calories and staying consistent and, and maintaining that for long enough to actually make a difference, that's where we tend to fall down. Now, Lucy's crying, so I'm going to go check in on her and I'll, then I'll be back. And we're back. Uh Next one, number 10, before you start something, know what winning looks like. And this came directly out of uh, the goal setting workshop we did the other week was most of us want to improve. Like we all, most of us are dissatisfied in some way, shape or form, and that's not a bad thing. Um, I think I talk about it later in one of the points, but if we know what winning looks like, then we can we can reverse engineer our way to to that. If whether it be a, you know, a savings goal or an achievement goal, a weight loss goal, whatever, if we can reverse engineer it and we know what winning looks like, then we can we can ad- adequately create not only a plan to get there, but also the daily habits that are going to change that. Next one, do hard things. Sign up for the marathon, start the business, commit to your thing, then figure out how to execute. This is positive pressure is something that I think helps almost anyone achieve their goals. If you, if you have to do a thing, then you tend to do the work. Uh, that, that comes behind it. Um, Coop and I, a couple of weeks ago, did the two bays trail run, 28Ks. Um, I'd run a marathon off a, off a day's notice, um, which was a, a nice little ego kick, but also that was a hard thing that I had to you know, buckle up and keep moving for you know, four, four and a half hours. Um, but we signed up for the 28K run knowing that it would be incredibly hard and it exceeded those expectations, but... I did the I did most of the work that I needed to do. Um, obviously, Lucy <laughs> interfered with that a little bit, but I did most of the work I needed to do. And now, with football season coming up over the next month or two, I'm in a much better shape to physically than I would have been um, otherwise, and mentally as well, because I had something to train for. All great questions of life in paradoxes. Uh, all great questions in life are paradoxes. Um, there's always going to be two sides to every story or every decision you make. Uh, if you spend more time at work, you're going to spend less time at home. And I think that's if we understand that the things that we 
choose are the things that we choose and you know that we can't have everything then we give ourselves at least a little bit more capacity to appreciate what we do have and enjoy what we do have um it's okay to be able to see both sides of something and choose one um just make your choice <laughs> this was uh, when i was started writing this list so number 13 <clears throat> i was writing it and then my laptop died and i lost half of the list um, because I didn't have my charger with me and then the three people that had Macs at that table all had different chargers which was a little frustrating so Apple, Samsung, etc get your shit together and create universal cables the world does not need more adapters number 14 this is back on that point we're talking about before you can both be dissatisfied with life and love yourself improvement does not need to come from self-loathing I think we should all create a life where we're stoked to be a part of it um but also feel the the need or the desire to improve the way things are um i'm sure like life's great now but if the world can create different technologies and and different capacities to connect and and things of that nature then the world's going to be a better place in five years than it is now and you know one thing that always irks me is that you know, certain generations say, you know, oh, things were much harder in my day. And, um, you know, for me, and I think it should be for all of us, that should be the point. If we can create a better life for our kids and, and their kids and the generations that come after us, then we've done our, our job. We've contributed. Uh, one of the quotes I do love is that um, society becomes great when a man plants a tree that he knows he will not sit in the shade of. And that's something that I think we can all find ways to contribute to the world that's going to be gone or that's going to be uh, here long after we're gone leadership is hard <laughs> it's something that uh, I definitely am aware of and anyone involved in any team sport or team situation at work or you know understands that leadership is a choice but at the same time it's it's almost a choice that you have to make um, if you want to improve what you're doing and you want to connect and, and grow together um it's leadership isn't easy answers it's hard decisions and hard conversations and it's something that i'm doing my best to be be better at in all the different situations that i'm a leader and um you know funnily enough writing lists like this and and writing in my journal i feel as though it helps me with my self-awareness with which hopefully will trickle down and, and help with my leadership capacity um, in all different areas number 16 life is chaos you're responsible for building and building meaning meaning and structure into it i uh i have an existential crisis about once every 10 days and <laughs> one of the things that keeps coming up and you kind of think about the meaning of life and why we're here and all that kind of stuff and i just think that i don't know if there's a meaning to it all like no one can know and that's the kind of cool thing about thinking about these things but I buy into the chaos theory that everything just happened and we're just making the best of it and because of that we have the responsibility but also the opportunity to build a, a framework and structure to create a life that we want to live like we look at famous people and people that have seemingly made it and they're no different to us they're no smarter they're just you know decided to believe in themselves to create the life they want to live and i feel as though we can do exactly the same thing whether it be contributing contributing to a community chasing your dreams hitting your goals doesn't really matter um 
but life is chaos. Number 17, everything worth having is going to take much longer <laughs> to acquire it than you'd like to. This is just, this is life. Uh, good shit takes time and you know we can set goals and, and plan it to take six months and it takes 12, but unfortunately a lot of people drop off at month nine. So um, know that if it's something you really want that you're willing to work for, that it'll come, it'll just take time. Uh, the next one, number 18, hit your 10,000 steps a day. It'll make you a better person. Um, I bought a watch just after free season last year is to help me with my running. Um, and one of the things that I've found to be the most benefit is my steps. Uh, looking at my steps is just a check-in at, you know, whether it be lunchtime or whether it be 9 a.m. in the morning or, or 10 o'clock at night to go, okay, have I hit my steps today? And, you know, 10,000 is my aim. Um, it's currently 3 o'clock and I'm at 11,500, so we're ticking boxes today. Uh, and I just think that if you hit 10,000 steps a day every day of the year, then whether your goal is to get fitter, stronger, healthier, lose weight, be happier, uh, it's going to give you the tools to get there. Um, it also means that if I miss a day, then, you know, I'd love for for it to hit it every day, but I I don't. I didn't hit it on Saturday. Actually, Saturday tends to be most of the, most of the time I don't hit it on a Saturday. But if I don't hit it, it doesn't matter. I start the the next day and make sure I hit the the day after, um, which is I guess important for any goal, any target you have. Listening is better than talking. <laughs> Life is hard, and if we have the capacity to listen to the people around us, we can one learn but also give everyone else a chance an opportunity to talk about what's going on in their world and and work through their problems and if uh if asked for it we can give advice if if not it it helps to listen know that bad things will happen prepare for them especially during the good times now i'm definitely going through a a really awesome time at the moment Uh, we moved into a new house towards the end of last year after a couple of years working towards it and and having Lucy and being able to come home and spend time with her has, has been incredible. But knowing that this too shall pass, even though it's good stuff, um, good stuff or bad stuff, it's there's going to be both. And if I can increase my capacity to be able to deal with the bad stuff all the times are good, um, means remaining vigilant with things like journaling and, and self-care and movement and all those kind of things, then hopefully I'll have a, a bigger capacity to do that, um, which I think we can all kind of work towards. Today is the best day of the week, um, and it doesn't matter what actual day it is, today is the best day of the week. This mindset will drastically improve your life and how you approach each day. It's it's something that I've almost unintentionally tried to do is that if someone asked me how's the day going i'd say best day of the week because you know being up early and being around a cool group of people every morning when i coach at 6 a.m that that mindset one it helps me bring the energy i need to to everyone else which you know if six to 15 people can be having a better start to the morning because of me then that's a win because they'll affect everyone else a little differently as well um but that allows me to kind of get into a mindset of I can make this day the best day of the year or the best day of best day of the month or best day of my life. Um, if we have that mindset, then you'll have many more good days than bad days. And the bad days you'll realize, you know, they're more so bad moments than bad days. Number 22, 
Never underestimate the benefits of a moment or two of quiet self-reflection. Now, for me, it's journaling or just meditating outside, sitting under a tree. Um, but if you can take a moment or two to take a breath uh, and and think about where you're at, what's going on, how you're feeling, what's going well, then I think you're going to have the capacity to do and be and give more um, through the rest of the day. Uh, going for walks, um, getting my steps up, going for walks with Lucy, um, this helps immensely. Be reliable and be consistent. Two of the best things you can do to for yourself, for your future self, and for the people around you is to be reliable and be consistent. If you know what you're going to get, people know what you're going to what you're going to give, uh, then you're going to be contributing to something that's much much bigger than just now, just the present moment. You'll never regret committing the time to understand how something works. Now, this is something that I'm not a very uh, engineered, engineered, um, mechanically-minded person. Um, usually, I'm just like, yeah, that thing works. I'm happy with that. Um, but what I've realized through trying to fix a few things and, and trying to you know, become a little bit more, um, more of a handyman in certain ways, I'm still horrible, but we're working on it, is that if you stop and you know, we have a world of information in our fingertips with our phones and, and everything now. If you stop and, and just give yourself time to kind of go, okay, well, how does this thing work? Like one thing, I'm staring at a microphone right now and I have no idea how it works. So maybe I'll Google that later. If I understand that, then it's just another jigsaw puzzle to how the universe works. And you know, no doubt that if you understand how one thing works, it'll help with your understanding with something else, problem solving ability and, and your capacity. Um, grows that little bit little bit bigger. Trust and willingness are imperative for any group progress. Now, you can think of a small group, like it might be a relationship or it might be a group of friends or work or a team, or you can think bigger collective group, um, whether it be everyone in Mornington or whether it be everyone in Victoria or Australia or, or the world. Um, we need to have trust and willingness in our ability to both contribute uh, and to do the work um, and that when things are great that we're all going to chip in and then when things are bad we're all going to be there there to support each other and I think that's really important that if we trust each other and have willingness to commit then things will be better number 26 find things in life that are a means within themselves I think we all and it's something that Something that I work on is trying to figure out the meaning with li- meaning of life, and um, and it's, but for me it's more so that the understanding the universe a little bit better. I think this is the best answer that I've come up with slash read so far is that the meaning of life is because you can figure out whatever meaning you want to assign to it, and if we can do things that have meaning and that, that fulfil us, then you know that the meaning doesn't necessarily matter too much because we're creating our own. Number 27, I'm an incredibly biased individual. Actually, I think we all are. I I know I'm biased. I see things through one perspective. Um, And if anything, I hope that things like this podcast and uh, and the weekly wrap and, you know, being able to listen to different people allows us to to see things from a slightly different perspective. Um, We all assume that uh, what we see in the sky is the same. We We assume that we look at colors the same way. Uh, we assume that we hear things the same way, but at the end of the day, we all 
uh, have a different lens in which we view the through which we view the world, and it's important to realize that and remember that and understand that everybody looks at the same situation a little bit differently. Um, and I think that helps us. It should help us uh, be a little bit more empathetic to what everyone else is going through. Number twenty-eight lists are fun. I uh, I love writing this list, and you know I'm really excited for next year to write another one. Um, and I hope all of you guys uh, that listen to this enjoyed this kind of format um, of kind of me riffing and talking rubbish. And I use the uh, the list as something to provide a little bit of structure and framework to it. But if you enjoyed it, then you know, maybe we, we can do a few more. That's it from me. Be amazing. At the end of the list, actually at the end of the list, at the end of my email, I write a little quote. Here's the quote for this one. The older you get, the deeper the love you need. Leonard Cohen. Be amazing, guys. Have a great day.